If brains were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. If brains were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. If brains were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. If brains were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. If brains were bird shit, you'd have a clean cage. If brains were bird Boys and girls, welcome to Film Fights. I am your fearless hero host, John O. Rodriguez. And of course with me is my sexy, grandiose slave child man, Conrad Hartman. Hello, Conrad. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Earmuffs, everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, take your earmuffs off and listen to the fucking show. Oh, that's why I couldn't hear you. Oh, there we go. There right, we yeah, go. Right, Perfect. Cool. Wait, uh, do I have to do that again? Uh, you can always do it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls. Conrad, would you like to explain everyone? Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, that's New right. Year. Yeah, It's 2021. It's 2021. Now yeah. we can finally say that 2020 is hind- hindsight. Is 2020. Yeah, so so things are good. Uh, You know, I'm just a new year, new me, uh, trying to become a a completely different person for two weeks and then go right back to being a lazy piece of shit. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Tony Curtis. You know, I want to be honest with my New Year's resolutions. I'm not trying to set unreasonable goals. Uh, My goal for this year, my New Year's resolution, is to continue doing this podcast Oh, that wasn't mine. That wasn't your what? Resolution? Resolution. <laughs> oh, what? but you are, we're going to keep doing it, right? I guess. If, I mean, we have to Gotta now. I hope so. Your you, oh, yeah, well, all right. I'm committed right. now for well, a you, year. You're not replacing me. That's what you think. Mm. Oh, you think you can do this yourself? You know, Bring that, him that in. Would, no, that would be, <laughs> that would actually be interesting if you did this by yourself, but you played both roles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, my name's John Rodriguez, and I'm a big dum dum. Oh that's, wow, that's that sounds... that's what you sound like. I, for a minute there, I thought you I was, thought it was you. I thought I, I was know. listening to playback. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Whoa. I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're something. You're pretty something. I'm uh, pretty good at voices. You might even say I'm the Godfather. That's voices. a really good Columbo being the Godfather. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was going. See, I'm great. He auditioned Peter Falk. Did you know that? 
Of obviously, that's why I did that voice. He never did. Don't fucking be a God yes man. It. Don't don't pretend like you made up that fact that I knew. Be a yes girl. He was not alive during the Godfather. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he was. You're right. Uh, in the middle of filming Columbo, John, uh, how are you he doing? Was not alive. How um, are you doing on this? Uh, in this first episode of 2021, on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. That's right. See, that's a good. That Columbo. was a. That was a brilliant Marlon Brando. Future Jono, applause, please. I wasn't even. I didn't even have cotton balls in my mouth. Um. <laughs> Actually, he stuffed uh, clean extra cotton balls in his mouth for the audition. But in the movie, they actually made uh, a mechanism to put in his mouth. Yeah. Why would I not know that? Or oh, you're telling everyone at home. They know that too. They have Wik- They have Wikipedia. It's all accessible. All right, so why don't you ask me to tell everyone what we do on this show or whatever? <laughs> Conrad, what do we do on the show or whatever? Well, obviously we fight uh, about things that are related to movies. Uh, Here's so my fist. Where's the fight? Here on Film Fights, typically we will each choose a film for each other. and we Typically? Will pit, we will pit them together in a brutal grudge match. But this week, to start off the new year... We did something very fun and different for everyone at home. This is our randomizer episode. So if you tuned in last week, you heard us spinning the wheel to pick from a database of films that neither of us have seen. I don't expect you to have watched these films. Normally we have, but this is just going to be a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, talking about some bad fucking movies. So this week, we ended up with Hard Ticket to Hawaii versus Pocket Ninjas. You know, I'm going to have to correct you there. You said these were bad movies, but in actuality, they are dumpster fires. Um, they're quite unwatchable, but kind of watchable in that you can't turn away and you just, you the curious part in you wants to understand where, the, where this comes from. Well, and that's actually perfect <laughs> because we are sort of tying off 2020 Yes. A dumpster fire of a year. I'm sure a lot of people had a great year, and, and I'm happy for you if you did, but I would say that by most accounts, it was a pretty wild, shitty year for a lot of folks. So uh, we're tying that off with two dumpster fires of films. Yes, and I guess if you if we want to make this official mm-hmm. and uh, and make these champions, divine beasts, if you will, Breath of the Wild... Um, I would say that because I spun the wheel for Pocket Ninjas, that is my movie that I'm bringing. That's right, Rodeo. Woo! And he spun for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. That's right. So I, if you at home happen to know both of these movies, you know I'm a dead man in the water. That's the saying. If they at home know that we are, if if. If you at home have seen these movies, you have probably already stopped listening to this episode <laughs> because you're like, I can't believe they're fucking talking about these. No, they're listening even more because they're thinking, That's true. Oh my God, oh my God someone, someone else watched it? So crazy and insane. <laughs> someone stuck it out for these That's movies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't rage quit five minutes in during the credits of Pocket Ninja. <laughs> so, uh, be- because I spun for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. 
Jono, please do us the honor of reading the back of the box summary for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Um, uh, gladly, (laughs) gladly, plainly, uh, regularly, sure. Uh, this is the back of the box. This is the back of the box. Sorry, it's awkward for me. I'm sorry. Behind the everything's scenes. awkward behind, for you, but I don't blame you for it's, it. It's so dark in here. <laughs> All right, and the back is very. We're small. in my closet. It, it's very tight. Well, we're in your studio apartment. Studio. That's right. Studio apartment where I have two <laughs> boxers and a wife. Yes. <laughs> and um, you. And me. Yes, I live here with your two dogs and your wife. Um, I sleep on the ottoman. A Hawaiian drug kingpin. Wait, when did that happen in the movie? <laughs> Not a single fucking time. A Hawaii. Oh, I'm reading the wrong. Oh, this no, is the I'm, guy. This that... is the right one. A Hawaiian drug kingpin plans to flood the islands with narcotics, all financed by illegal diamond shipments to his private retreat. When his henchmen kill two DEA agents who were trying to stop the drug lord, the agency sends in two of its best agents to break up the drug ring and take out the leader. I don't th- I don't think this is that the is same movie. That is not at all what I thought this movie was about. <laughs> not even close. That actually made this movie make so much more sense than it did to me when I was watching it. Yeah, I'm I like, should have read the back before oh, watching the movie. Yeah, I didn't either. And, oh man, that makes it make so much more sense. Because I mean, I got to tell you, of. folks, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> it was hard to suss that out. It was re- it was real hard to pick that story out of what. Well, you saw. it was it was super easy to be distracted with all the boobs and the three minute songs that were playing Hard while boobs were showing. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was literally in the opening sequence a song that was clearly one of two songs written for the film which is noted in the credits at the end <laughs> but literally they say hard ticket to Hawaii over and over and over again and actually those opening who credits did, aren't for several minutes into the into the film who did the song was it uh, the same guy who did the song? I did not recognize his name yeah it was Reba McIntyre What are we talking about? Okay, so any pocket ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so when we start off in this, so again, we're not going to go through the synopsis necessarily, but I did take notes in order, so uh, like they might end up that way. We may um, not even get to the notes. Like I, here's what I want to talk about: Snake. So, and not Snake Plissken from uh, Metal Gear Solid. No, from Escape. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking. I was thinking of Snake from Metal Gear. Yeah. You're Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. Wait, was he Snake Plissken in Metal Gear? No, his name was something else. No, his name was Snake. His name was Snake, yeah. Whatever, dude. 
You're thinking about the movie Anaconda with John I'm Boy. not even talking about them. <laughs> I'm talking about the literal snake. <laughs> the literal snake in the room. Let's talk about it. Escape from L.A. was first or Escape from New York was first? New- New L.A. York, was first, right? New York was first. New York was first. L.A. had LA. the awkward CGI surfing. Yeah, that's the one I remember. That was almost as bad as the James Bond one. You know, it's weird. World I confused that movie. It's because Kurt World Russell. I escaped, I, I escaped that movie. <laughs> I always associate those movies with Big Trouble in Little China. But do you free associate? (laughs) Oh. Wait a minute. How can you confuse Escape series with Big Trouble in Little China? They're like completely different. Kurt Russell. But Eyepatch. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have an Eyepatch. I mean, I watched them all when I was a kid, and I'm like, action. Also, uh, Big Trouble in Little China... I mean, Little China t- is in L.A., isn't it? Welcome to Film Fights. Tonight we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China versus Escape from New York. Oh, my God, please. So, anyway, in Big Trouble Little China, oh it starts out with hey. um, with Snake Plissken, and he's all like... I'm a snake, and yeah. I should go to Hawaii. No, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, got a friend who has to pick up his, his, his girlfriend who has a friend. Girlfriends don't have friends. <laughs> They're tertiary characters in in movies. <laughs> oh, like uh, like what's your number? Starring Anna Ferris. <laughs> Wait, she didn't have any How, like House Bunny starring Anna Ferris. Oh, I'm thinking of Bridesmaids. Those all were girls who had friends. You're thinking of Legally Blonde. Legally Blind. The starring movie. Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yep. Oh, wait, he was in Mr. McGee. Yeah, he was in the really the, shitty adaptation. You know, that was his last film that, before he died. That was his legacy. No, it wasn't. He, I don't know. I was just guessing. He did a couple guessing. more after that. No, did but, he really? But they did. After they filmed the movie, they, they were afraid that Killed they him. were going to um, offend blind people. So they put a... Hear me out. <laughs> put, I have no choice. <laughs> they put a disclaimer, white text on a black background. Get out of here. A disclaimer that said... Something like, I don't know exactly. I just know they have a disclaimer that says, hey, this is a comedy movie. Like, we're not trying to make fun of blind people. <laughs> but what's funny is that it's... It's in text. It's no t- blind people would be able to read it. I mean, you could argue that maybe they... That's even more <laughs> offensive than not saying anything yeah. via text. You could argue that, like... There are like those programs that have like text to speech or whatever. But it's but on the <laughs> movie. Like they're sitting in a theater. Like what are they having ex- explained? Oh, Leslie Nielsen grabbed the chicken instead of his dog, <laughs> and he's petting it. I guess. I guess probably that was like that was probably meant for people who have family members or friends who are blind because. Blind folks like they Don't, do, like do you, they have movies. What are you doing? Are you rationalizing? I'm. Are you bringing me down, man? I'm, <laughs> you fucking narc. I'm making it real. <laughs> I'm like pointing out Listen, a foible, hey, and folks, you're like, "Hey, you know what, folks? Hey, future Jono, uh, sound bed mood, mood music, please. I'm gonna bring it down and make it serious for a second. I'm sorry. Did you say sound bed mood? Future Jono's <laughs> not gonna know what the hell that is. Future Jono. <laughs> He's Music going- to go along with, uh, with what I'm about to say. Sure. <laughs> Listen. Play Fraggle Rock music. Shano, <laughs> some people are different from you. That's it. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> it's going to be a real short sound bed. Oh, the music should cut right there. Well, because if we're using licensed music, it should be cut short. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mr. Magoo may be blind, but could he see how people like okay, look, There's a lot of things wrong with a lot of movies, but there's especially a lot wrong with this movie. With hot, hard, I keep wanting to call it hot ticket to Hawaii. It's hard ticket to Hawaii. Well, they're Unique interchangeable because they were hot girls and they made you hard. Um, Wait, sure. was it hot or hard? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> I had to look at the box. And you know, you're right. This movie was very misogynistic. This was very like, oh, check it out. All these girls are dumb, but they got hot bodies, right? But like the, at the beginning, you got this you got this chick hanging out with, I guess, a DEA agent guy and he's like drug enforcement isn't for ladies and i mean he was pa- he was clearly palling around come on you never have that's office right and humor then she was like what friends? about this and pulled her towel off to show her boobies and pulled him close and i'm like that's so that's so stupid i wish that would happen to me but it's so stupid you're remembering that out of order she exposed her breast to her best friend slash Sponsor for her witness relocation program, which Not they before never that. talk about. You thought because they set it up. They it, it's it, the girl. She's like, okay. First off, first off, <laughs> this uh, it's established. It's established a lot that this girl, this woman, sorry, this woman is in the witness relocation program. It's established a lot. I did not notice that a single time. They say it like five times. But like, in fact, when she comes, like when when the uh, DEA agent lady, when when woman one... <laughs> You're having trouble repeating it right I, now. Well, I don't remember their names. <laughs> so I'm going to say woman one is the main woman. Woman two is the witness. That's fair. They didn't really seem to say anyone's names very often. No, they didn't. And and it's like I remember Suzanne being one of or Edie, but because her name. I was thought on one the of their names was. One of them was well, JJ. No, no, Edie was uh, the young lady at the restaurant because the restaurant was called Edie's. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. One of them is named Edie. Had you already? I don't said remember. That? I did. Yeah. I literally. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was thinking so hard trying to remember the other girl's name. You were thinking so hard. Ticket to Hawaii. I mean. Oh. <laughs> There's the trailer for the for the movie. So that on, came out so twenty on, years on, ago on Wikipedia. Years ago. I didn't want to be offended offended by myself not remembering. So I went to Wikipedia. There's I'm offended like, by yourself all the time. There's only like five people listed in the cast. So. <laughs> Uh, Donna Spears. That's also pretty generous. <laughs> okay, so Donna was the main girl. Donna was the, I didn't hear that ninja. name said a single time. And then Taryn <laughs> is the witness relocation girl. So Donna is sp- sponsor. Okay, so Donna's in Hawaii. <laughs> and, okay, this is the fucking... This is, this is it. I'm just going to say it. Fuck the back of the box. This is the movie. I'm going to say it right now. Are you ready? It's going to take one second. So... Donna uh, uh, adopts this woman who's in the relocation program, and instead of a grown do- woman, instead of doing the normal relocation program where you just go, "Here's a new identity," she's also an agent <laughs> who's training with her. Um, but then they she mentions specifically, like, "Oh, you know, you've got a hit on your head." 
And I thought, okay, well, that's clearly going to tie into the movie because that typical situation. Ha- no, they never, they never mention what crime she witnessed or whatever or anything. It's just a thing. It's just her personality. <laughs> but she's an agent. She dresses the uh, which oh standard uniform, which is the booty shorts. Oh yeah, and totally the, the cowboy boots <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> and uh, and they're like they. <laughs> <laughs> did did barbed wire come out before or after this movie? Barbed wire came out after. Wow, I'm yeah. shocked because I definitely thought this took. No, this was this is 87. Barbed wire was like 92 this, uh, or Pamela four. Anderson's movie, right? Pamela Anderson. That's right. Pamela Anderson. Uh, Pam. Anywho, so no, no, no. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm letting you in. Rit, rit, uh, uh, relocation lady is part of the crew, and they're the DEA, right? So we have to assume that DEA means Drug Enforcement Agency, right? Like well, they it, say administ- Drug Enforcement, so yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm just saying, I don't know if DEA agents also ride a helicopter around Hawaii taking newlyweds to... No, she doesn't work for the... And they're delivering... That's what I'm talking about. She do, They don't work for the DEA. They don't? No. But she said she was an agent, and she was training her. No, because... Oh, they, okay. they just happen to have boyfriends who were in the DEA? Just, no, because the... the <laughs> this is how confusing this fucking movie is because... the Okay, woman two... <laughs> she says the word agent not, or something. And she's not, co- she no, knows no, no, karate, no. they have shurikens and guns. No, listen, listen, here's the deal, okay? They had Because guns. woman one is with guy one. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> and, oh, uh, uh, here, I have it right here. JJ, no wait, Rowdy. His <laughs> name was. His name I'd rather Rowdy. call him Guy One. I think. I think it's Rowdy. Hey, and if you're out there listening and your name is Rowdy, you're probably cool. This guy was not. His name is so, Rowdy Abilene. <laughs> Rowdy, which sounds like a porno name. <laughs> Rowdy Abilene. Yeah, if you're if you're out there listening and your name is Rowdy and you like cut your own wood and you barbecue or whatever. That's great. Uh, this guy was not cool. Uh, he was very dorky. I mean, he was cut. He was cut out of wood. <laughs> Donna, okay, look, Donna takes in this lady. Woman one takes in woman two. No, that's what I'm saying. So uh, she, so woman one is hanging out with guy one, and no, he's, guy- he's like, oh, you know, she's like, oh, I want to be in this, and he's like, oh, drug enforcement's not for women, which is a misogynistic and shitty thing to say. You're not talking about Ponytail. He, no, His not, name is Ponytail. not Ponytail. Okay, Ponytail. I'm talking about non-Ponytail. Okay. And he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, let's do it, and they do it. And yeah, then they, she, they have sex then on she, a rattan chair. Then they have sex, <laughs> and it's like almost like a, a The Room. <laughs> no, it is. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, sex scene. it's like The Room where it just shows them having sex, but Unlike the room, he's like lounging in a wood, like, like one a of those bam- it's like chair. a bamboo chair, <laughs> and she's on the floor in in a typical position to give him head, but they're having sex. No, that's later because she's on her knees while he's in the chair. That's but later they're having sex. That's this. That's another sex scene later in the film. No, no, no. That's the, uh, they don't have sex more than once. No. Well, she goes down on him later. Remember when they're all four? They're all four having sex? All four sex? of them in there? And the, 
That's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying. When they're all four together, and no, and but the first the sex, other two yeah. are drinking vodka straight from the bottle, straight from the bottle with a lemon peel, and they're also like just looking at guns or. Yeah, and just like hanging out. Them. And then what's funny is that they go have sex, and the sex lasts for however long it <laughs> And they're lasts. being like all loud to where they're like laughing at them in the other room. Yeah, they're like, I guess I'll go turn up the stereo. Um, yeah. And and <laughs> when they come out, they're dressed in their the same clothes they had on earlier, which means they filmed it you know, out of sequence, but that's fine. But like they come out, and they make like that sitcom-y like, oh, hey, huh, boy, it took you so long. And they're like, oh, Oh uh, no! They, we, we they said what? He said. He said, uh, he said that must we, have been some we, video. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they went to watch a video, and and he goes, "Uh, we also grabbed a bite to eat after." And then she hits him with the frisbee. Need to quit eating so loudly. Yeah, because it was like, <laughs> oh, I guess he went down on her. I guess that was the joke. No, she. But no, she went down on him. But he's. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, whatever. The point Jono, is, none of this is well written. No, look, oh my God! No way. We're explaining it very clearly. <laughs> WT fuck? No, no. All right, because look. All right, look, 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 look. I wanted to talk about the snake. All right, I don't give a let's shit about this movie. Let's fucking talk about the snake. All right, let's talk about the snake. So we already established that it's a poisonous. It's a, okay. <laughs> it's a we po- have not. No, also venomous. It's a. It's a contaminated. Okay, it's a contaminated snake <laughs> in a crate. <laughs> Like a crate. A crate that's <laughs> yeah. been dropped off to this, I guess, honeymoon tour slash delivery uh, just, plane service that uh, well, the they were supposed Department to make, of Health dropped off this venomous snake. They were supposed to make two stops. They're, that's <laughs> right. That's they're right. going to drop off the honeymoon couple on the beach and then take the snake to a uh, wildlife habitat. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's, they just happen to have two shipments of snakes and they grabbed the wrong one. You had one. the wrong snake. You grabbed the wrong snake. And I was like, wait, you have more and than one said, snake there? And he said, <laughs> he said, this, this, this snake is, is toxic and also infested with cancer been- that he got from rats. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. And he has a straight face the whole time. He said, it feels like it's a Saturday Night Live sketch. He's like, it's cancer-infested rats. That's not how that works. You took the wrong snake. You can't. It's like a sitcom. Uh Uh-oh. And then her eyes cross like, whoa. And then fucking James Brown, I feel good, please. I feel good. Now we gotta find the snake, and they're wearing oven mitts and stuff, and and and. <laughs> and by the way, can can I just say? Meanwhile, these two stud muffins who work, who actually do work for the DEA. Oh, ponytail and ponytail guy and one. non-ponytail, <laughs> ponytail and guy one. Uh, they just I like loved, dick around all the time. I loved ponytail. He was awesome, and you know he's in uh for for fans of bad movies and for fans of Samurai Cop. Ponytail was the lead guy in uh, Killing American Style, which, you know, uh, mm mm-hmm. Can I get, Future Jono, that was way too quiet. Can you get some, like, (laughs) can you get some, like, cheers or... Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Oh, Uh, man, I fucking hated everyone in this movie. I don't know. uh, Well, okay, so, so, all right, let's just talk about, listen... Let's talk about this. Fin- I didn't finish about the snake. Look, the snake. We're going to actually do a first on the show. We're going to play the quiet game. The s- <laughs> Starting. You lose. I'm sorry. No. Uh, so, no, the snake. 
is such a weird choice because the movie is already an action movie, <laughs> yeah. and the, and the snake, like I ser- I seriously thought the snake was going to disappear after because it, it escapes right, and it's like oh there's a snake it's loose in Hawaii, and then the guy calls them and says. Oh, you know, it's fine, because the snake's going to die in 36 hours. Yeah, <laughs> like, so why is the why snake is it being, being delivered, delivered anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. And so, and so it's like, okay. And then it would just, like, randomly pop. Like, the snake was, like, the flash, because it was all over the island. Like, it just oh, popped yeah. up. And, like, targeting people. Yeah, yeah, targeting people. And, <laughs> and it was, I mean, obviously it looked fake as shit, but... Uh, it looked the, the, great. The best, I loved it. The absolute best. Like I was on the floor, fucking R O F Ling. Okay, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I was ruffling like a mother because at the okay. So like let's okay let's fast forward because like it's at the end of the movie we have we have a uh, uh, drug kingpin guy or Sean Smith Seth. His name is Seth. I remember that he was the he was played by Rodrigo. He was the guy who said uh, in the opening when we say bird shit in the cages or whatever the bullshit. In anyway, the opening. In the opening of the episode that we, we didn't recorded. Say that. The bird shit. If we don't brains, say things in if, the opening. The openings just happen. So Seth is in the apartment. Uh, Seth is in the house of of uh, Donna, of Lady One, and he's <laughs> he's there to murder her because. Be, okay, so for. <laughs> We're never going to talk about pocket ninjas. So <laughs> there's she, not much to say about it. She's it's fine. In, she's in the or he's in the house because he wants to murder her because right. oh you just murdered all my friends or all my guys at my house. And this is like the very end of yeah, the movie. Yeah, this is the very end of the movie. Right, well, yeah. well, I'm talking about the snake, so I'm leading up. No, so. no, no. I no, I'm just right, right, right. But so so he's he's there and he wants to kill her and she's alone. Like like the editing is pretty bad in the movie. So when it gets to this point. I just was thinking, why is she alone? God, God fucking damn it. That's right, because the guy, guy one, <laughs> jumps out of the back of the van on a on a motorbike, which was got a laugh out of me because they're driving. Oh, fuck, now we got to reverse a little more. So after they kill everybody at the house, they kill everybody at the house. Hang uh, on. Commando style. And, 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 and then they're driving away and... <laughs> comedic timing out of nowhere one of the gals goes hey what about seth like they forgot about the main guy they were going after and then smash cut to guy one shooting out of the back of the van on a motorbike and it's like is he going back to the house and then it cuts to lady slash donna at the house by herself just like, all right, time so, wait, to like clean up from what, today's yeah, mess. What happened to the other girl? What happened to Ponytail? And she's just there alone. And then Seth, okay, so now we're back where I was talking. Seth has a knife because, I don't know, why not bring a gun? He has a knife. We're talking about the guy who says that you have, if you have, if shit were brains, you have a clean cage. If you have bullshit in your hands, it's in your brain. No. If you, if, <laughs> if you have shit and your brain is clean, then you are a bird. I don't always clean bird shit out of my cage, but when I do, it's empty. <laughs> if you if you are dumb and you are also a bird, then you are not shitting enough. <laughs> or maybe you are not being fed. <laughs> if your shit is too clean, then you're probably not thinking about the birth. 
<laughs> Enough. If your shits is too clean, you stay away from Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading the newspaper and it's not have shit on it, it's probably your not brains. in the bottom of your cage. <laughs> and you're also probably not smart enough to read the newspaper. It's probably your brains. You're probably... If you are not having bread, why am I making? Now I'm sounding like I'm Eastern European. <laughs> That's what he sounded you, like. He sounded yeah, like Cuban was by all way over of the, Europe. Yeah, his accent was all over the place. If you, <laughs> if you Dollar, are, you come over here right now, okay? You wait for me. If you are drinking a, a lager and eating a bratwurst, you are probably not shitting, and that means <laughs> you that no you brains. got newspaper in your cage, <laughs> and you are a bird, but you need to eat more fiber because you're not pooping at all, and you're dumb. Sorry, boss. <laughs> oh my god! Future Jono, we need a, we need a, we need water. We need a medic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Promotional Conrad. And I'd like to take a moment of your time to introduce to you something so new, so exciting, so revolutionary and new that it will change your life forever. It's called Film Fights, and believe it or not, you're tuned into it right now. It features a couple of relatable normal guys who know a whole bunch about movies and stuff and never ever go on idiotic and pointless tangents. Broadcasting from their modest studio apartment studio, they provide wholesome and nutritious commentary on select films for the digestible movieophile. You've probably already heard people talking about film fights over a can of pumpkin wine at the old bus stop on Harrington. I know I have. I think you're gonna like this product. So tune into Film Fights Podcast. It's on right now. And every Tuesday. Tell them PromCon Sencha. Look, Seth is in the house, <laughs> and he's going to kill the lady with a knife that he right. got from a Cracker, cracker Jack box. <laughs> and it's funny, because he could have had a gun, easily, and he's just kind of like standing there with the knife, and then she, whatever, gets in the closet, Jamie Lee Curtis style and from then Halloween. he slowly breaks down the door yeah. to reach in, when he could have just, just punched through it, it clearly. Punch, yeah. And uh, and she's fashioning a uh, or no she's putting together a harpoon which I mean hey you know there's a harpoon in the closet whatever who cares and I actually have in my notes good thing I have a harpoon in yeah, my closet yeah. well they're in Hawaii so I mean <laughs> yeah, okay so every, all my all, all of our Hawaiian in, listeners you all you have a harpoon in, Hawaii, in your closet yeah. of course they do they're gonna write us to battles at film uh, place. <laughs> Battles at Film Fights Podcast. Right, you have to listen until the end if you want to get the if you want to get the email. I can't right? believe you interrupted me. Now they'll never know until the end of the episode. That's right. Anyway, so entices. So, uh, am I going to get to the end of this? Look, all right. So look, he he's there to kill her, and she like murders him or whatever. She gets him down, and then she's in the bathroom, 
And she's kind of like doing that, oh my God, I just survived. And she's like breathing heavily. And then she like flushes the toilet for some reason. And it's in this moment that the snake <laughs> pops out of the toilet, destroying it. And uh, <laughs> and then she leaves the bathroom and sees that uh, Frederico man, Seth, is on the ground. And she's like, ooh, I know. I'm going to hide behind the couch. And then he's going to get bit by the snake because that's what happens. He totally gets bit by the snake and he dies. He convulses and dies. And fucking Dirtback guy. Dirtbat? Did I say Dirtbat? <laughs> I think I wanted to say Dirtbag, but I meant to say Dirtbite. Because I'm just a Hawaii Dirtbag, so, baby. So guy one burst. He bursts <laughs> through the uh, fake wall of the set of the house. <laughs> That's right. Which, which, like I said, which, he he's going. Uh, what he last time we saw him, he came out of the van to go towards the the uh, the drug lord house, and yet now he's bursting. Into and the- and for everyone at home, I took. A lot. I took he more took, notes for this movie than, than I'm I've taken explaining of any movie that we've discussed thus far. And this was a big point that I made in my notes because why? First of all, why did did he know what was going on in the house I, that he needed I, to burst in? His 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 guy and, one senses were tingling. Two, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and he he burst in. And in two. Did he have to destroy her home? Yeah, to, to get in because like he, he could have ha- just ran in. It, it becomes one of those things where uh, I mentioned this earlier, or not on the podcast. I mentioned it earlier uh, to Conrad, where it's like the script knew more than the characters did. Right. So it's like the logic wasn't there because to in from his perspective, there's no way he could have known. Oh, Seth is there attempting murder, and there's a killer snake <laughs> in there. Right. He would have just driven up. Driven? Yeah, he would have driven up and gotten in the house through the door. But no. Burst in, jumps off the bike with his bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, actually, it's listed in the credits because... They list the name of the person who designed it. It's the oh my god rocket gun, is okay. how it's described oh, in, the, so it's... in the ending credits. Because there's a credit to the rocket gun designer. Wow. Because someone designed that fake ass gun that because had four they ran, they barrels ran, on it. They ran out of credits in the credits. They're like, oh, we need more credits. The zhuzz up this credit. I want to talk about the credits, um, but. Wait, so he shoots we'll the get bazooka there. But also, six inches away. The, the gangster from the dude, snake. like, the gangster dude dies. So I was like, how many times is this motherfucker going to yeah, die? Man. He gets put through the ringer. Lest we forget about the best violent moment in this film Death Frisbee. Oh, no, no. That was the most fun. The most violent was probably Skateboard Kid. Oh, yeah, Skateboard Kid. And for no reason, his blow-up doll got bazooked as well. Uh, you just have to watch the movie. We're not we, going into that. But can we can we talk about for a moment this, sure. gar, this guy who's random sunglass dude who's guarding... I don't even know what he's guard. Like, what are... Oh, what yeah. is even happening? He's guarding no. some drug compound, hey. but also diamonds and... Conrad. His name was not Sunglasses Guy. His name was Shades. Shades. I remember Shades one of the characters McGrades. like seeing, seeing the video that they recorded and going, oh yeah, that's Shades. 
<laughs> like he knows him. Yeah. Uh, he's in the no, database. No, no, no. Hey, I, look, it's not explicitly explained, but I deduced that, oh, he's like, I guess the guard of the house that uh, all the bad guys live in, except the way it's shot, it just looks like he's on the beach in front of like just a bush. <laughs> But, like, I think that's what it was, because they had to take him out, and then it's like, okay, now we can go to the house. I don't know why this one person on the beach was preventing them, because, you know, there's, in, in in geographical terms, <laughs> a single location, there's 360 degrees <laughs> around that place, but this one guy <laughs> on the beach, away from the house... He was. He, they had to get to him, but no. Yeah, they, and apparently he was super into playing frisbee. And they're yeah, like, the one way we day. can get to this guy is to walk up and throw a frisbee at him with razor blade, like just shoot him. They in the said, face. yeah, they said uh, he's here every day <laughs> with this girl. <laughs> well, here's the other thing: and we don't know who the girl is, but she uh, was into uh, guy one's butt. Here's what. <laughs> here's what I don't understand: <laughs> guy one and guy two. Ponytail. They work for the ponytail. That's right. Guy one and ponytail. They both work for the DEA. And apparently their job is to go into this fortress and murder everyone there. Yeah, they just straight up murder if, everyone and like, walk away. You know what? They walk away. If there's a kidnapping victim, don't call for backup. Don't report it. Just go and kill fucking everyone there and release the victim. And then you're fine. Oh, my gosh darn god. I wish you all could see the humongous light bulb that just appeared over I am like, I just took a rail of Coke right now. I just realized. Yep, he just snorted a whole glass of Coca-Cola. <laughs> you didn't hear it because I, I do Coke in a weird way where I just press it up against my pores. <laughs> right. I just said you snorted a whole glass of Coca-Cola. Uh, Like the glass. That's what really right. sells it. No, listen, listen. Glass is the quality. I, I remember thinking this when I watched it, but I completely <laughs> forgot until you just mentioned them raiding the house. You remember they had a badass chick. And, I, and I'm and i not saying that word uh, offensively. I'm saying that like, that's how she was presented. She was a badass Natasha kind of lady, femme fatale. She... They show like a mini montage of her doing nunchucks and like fight and like fighting in a sexy outfit and they show well, her, he even says her, buns. her name which i can't remember and right she now she has like a, a she'll, marking she has a marking on her she'll head. handle them well, she, no, well, well like no she'll handle the the hostage that's what he said oh right edie she's like oh she'll she'll get the information from her right and then it shows her because uh, she's bound in the rope she pulls the rope and she has a knife and she swipes at her and then it hard cuts to good guys right we never see that woman again. Yep, just we that one moment. never see her again. And the whole time, the whole time, I thought that was going to be the ace in the hole because they go there and they take out Fatty Magoo with uh, skeleton earring. <laughs> and then they take out uh, Nerd Boy, Yes Man. And then they took out Mustache Guy, who uh, Guy 1 couldn't shoot for some reason. They take out all these guys and... China from WWE is nowhere to be found. She's gone. China from she's completely <laughs> missing in IA and in IA. <laughs> yeah, she's M I M S A internationally American. No, she's missing in action. 
<laughs> missing NIA, so missing in inaction. Yeah, man, it, it happened That's all a fucking same ATM machine. It happened all in real IRL. Okay, so look. Oh my god, she's just gone. Yep. I guess there's really nothing else. Uh, it, 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 she disappeared faster than the careers of everyone who is in this movie. I don't know, man. Fucking Ponytail was in Killing American Style. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excuse me. I forgot that he set the world on fire with Killing American Style. And it had four playmates. Watcher. Oh, I thought you meant it, that movie had four viewers. So that means they, you know, are in a magazine somewhere. Wait, did this movie really have four legitimate Yeah, that's what... That's playmates? What, my my co-host Conrad may not know this, but I, I, I've, I've not seen any of his movies, but I do know the reputation of Andy Sidaris, and he all of his films feature playmates. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> You were using that. No. I thought that that was a pejorative as a joke. No, no, not at all. They're not actual, a pejorative. They're actual playmates in the eighties, and and uh, that's why they're so. Topless. I thought you were saying that just as a joke. No, remember the scene. <laughs> remember the scene when they get the diamonds, and they go, like, think about it. You're just these people who are. You have a helicopter, and you you drop honeymooners off, and then you find diamonds that people are willing to shoot you for it, <laughs> and you go. Hey, let's check this out later when we're in the jacuzzi. I'm so glad you brought up the diamonds because that's an important thing I want to mention in this film. Uh, so when you read the back of the box summary, I said, wow, I, I didn't realize that's how it all connected. This whole movie, I was trying to figure out how to drugs and, and diamonds okay. and this character and this character. Like, How does this all have anything to do with each other? It, it none of it um, went together in the way that this movie no, was filmed. It, it it does go together. I, I can see where you're missing. Oh, excuse me. I can see where you're missing the point. So, drug <laughs> kingpin, uh, uh, Mister Mister Kagugu, Mister White Guy, who has a Chinese name, Mister Chang, Mister Chang. He's totally no. He's like a British guy too. He sounds like a British yeah. butler. Like he has that elegant accent. So he. Is the drug czar, and then they they it goes it literally goes from they kill the snake and the Seth guy to the next morning, and they're at the building where he resides, and it's not explained at all. <laughs> they're just there, and um and they go in and they have guns. They beat up his guy. And he pulls out a sword, and they say, "You don't bring a you don't bring a knife to a gunfight." And he daintily throws the sword. Throws a sword at them for some reason. <laughs> He's like two feet away from them, but they shoot him. He falls out the window, and he dies. Here's what I was wanted to say about your misconception of this fellow. He was uh, he wanted to uh, he wanted to sell drugs. He wanted to make drugs. He wanted drugs to be available in Hawaii, and he needed to use a remote control helicopter <laughs> to del- <laughs> I don't know why this is serious. This is the plot of the movie. He was using a a helicopter toy to deliver. <laughs> Oh yeah, diamonds. to deliver diamonds. To yeah, deliver it was like diamonds a, in a little a rem- tiny an RC. Case. Yeah, a tiny. No, <laughs> he was using he was using a remote control <laughs> helicopter, but he was controlling it with like a <laughs> cane that had no controls on it. 
No, so, that, that cane wasn't the control. He was just holding it like as a power move. No. There he, wasn't a button on it. No, he pressed his thumb on it and it activated. Oh, and my he looked God. at it. I while, thought he was just holding it. It's it wasn't even long enough to be a cane. It? it wasn't even long enough to be a cane. <laughs> We're talking about it was the like logic. long enough to be like a Look, Fred Astaire dance prop. If that's the worth worth lo- worth if that's the worst logic of the movie. Oh, that's the worst logic of the movie. Oh my God, it's Vincent Price. <laughs> Deep cut. Here I am, Vincent Price, back again. You oh, yeah. like oh, oh, hello, Vincent Price. Last time we saw you was during our, our House on Haunted Hill episode. That's right, and I'm here to clarify what's happening with this diamond drug dealer. Oh, geez, please let us know what's He's going on. He's here to smuggle the diamonds in order to buy the cocaine to sell to the people of Hawaii uh-huh. to make a nice profit. But these pesky DEA agents keep getting in the way with their big boobed girlfriends. Oh, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Like, I'm surprised you know about this movie. But then again, you've been in a few, you know, stinkers yourself, huh? Every movie I've been in has been fantastic. Don't ever oh, insult sure. me like no, that again. No, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it in a bad way. I meant it I'm a, Vincent Price, for God's sake. I'm so sorry, Mr. Price. I meant that in an effectual way, like like a John Waters movie. You know, like how they're kind of like, oh, you know, they're not, you know, they're kind of cute. John Waters is a hack. Oh, well, he is an admirer of yours. Did you know that? Well, I like him a little bit more now. Then, <laughs> also, I'm dead. So who cares what I think? Oh. Of, well, I apologize for that, sir. But thank you. But thank you for clearing that up about the movie, because yes, that is correct. That is. Please point me to the green room. I'm ready for some more gushers and Hawaiian punch. Oh yes, yes. We we provided plenty. We provided the red gushers. We know you like the red gushers. They're they're in the green room. If you could just go check it out. There's some deg. There's some mountain deg nog left over. For I Christmas. actually prefer blue gushers, but th- that'll do. Oh, that was a miscommunication on my part. I apologize. But we do have the blue mountain deck. He's he's already he's wandered the wrong direction. Yeah, he'll I, he'll, he'll well, figure it I, out. I, I thought I yeah he just doesn't he only listens to himself, doesn't he? Yeah. It's, um. So anyway, so so the ticket, snakes talks. Oh boy. All right, we, we got we, we got to yeah, wrap I up think, this movie and move on to the next yeah, one. I think but we've exhausted this. We could pretty movie. much talk about this all night. I just have one we last really thing could. to say, and that's the snakes' own toxins will kill it, kill itself. Well, I think it's the the cancer from the rats that kill us. I think we can sum up this movie with my favorite ever sexy comment oh. from a movie. From a movie? From any movie. Okay. All I want to do is suck the polish right off your toes. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Look, I'm not kink-shaming. But I don't like the thought of like sucking a toe so hard that you taste old nail polish. That makes me want to vomit. Well, that's poisonous, I think. That's like varnish. It's poisonous to my boner right now thinking about it for <laughs> sure. It's a, ter- a terrible thing to say. Also, a, a weird thing to say to someone. Well, he was a weird fellow. He was like the what the the. Well, that was guy number one. He he. Oh, you know. that was guy number one. I thought you were talking about the, uh, at the restaurant, the sleazy guy. Oh, that the maitre d. We could have a whole episode just talking about that piece of shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, fans. We forgot to talk about the maitre d of Edie's who 
was a he was the creepiest creep of all the creeps, and yet he worked as the face of the restaurant. Golly, this guy <laughs> talking about like breasts and and wanting to have sex with everybody all the time. And... This guy probably like walked into a women's studies course and like farted. And laughed and walked out. Like, this guy was like the most misogynistic pig of all time. <laughs> no, he probably walked into a women's study class and went, oh, look at all these broads learning about broads. Right, Woo! he was probably throwing out bread and lunch meat. He had the misconception of a women's study being like a lesbian course. He was like, oh, I thought we were here to study women. And then hopefully he is dead now. Yeah, he came in and was like, I got my Playboys. This is my homework. Ugh. This is how yeah, I study just, women. He was just <laughs> so disgusting, like the way he talked about every single woman that every ever walked into woman, his restaurant, and I fucking hated him. And this movie was really misogynistic in general. Not to get heavy, well, it's but... An, it's an Andy Sedaris movie. You know, it's Playmates, yeah. and it's it's from the Girls, Guns, and G-Strings collection, because that's all... <laughs> that's true. That's all his movies. That, that being said, <laughs> I did get a lot of laughs out of it. And yeah, I, it was it was a lot of fun. I did, yeah, I I'll did have that. a good time watching it because it was it was very silly and actiony and had a lot of terrible one liners As far as bad movies, I would give it a uh, I would give it the thumbs up emoticon, oh, which okay. I, mean, I would give it a thumbs up. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh boy, I would give it a like on Facebook. Okay, which I is like two thirds of a real a like in real life. I would give it a retweet on the Twitter. I'd give it like half a retweet. Like I would share it and then delete it. <laughs> I would give it a share on uh, some other platform, on LinkedIn. <laughs> Fuck! Well then, now we are on to our second contender. Conrad... Do we have to talk about Pocket Ninjas? <laughs> Momentarily, yes. We'll at least read the back of the box and go from there, shall we? Conrad, sure. can you give us... Since this is your quote, end quote, champion, <laughs> I will do the honor of reading the back of the box summary. Thank you. Which Wait, is going to be about first... as long as our discussion Wait, about before it. Before you do so, can you read the uh, tagline on the front? I would love to. The fiercest fighting force under four feet. God damn it! I hate this movie. <laughs> it was an alliteration. Did you see that? Yeah, that was good alliteration. That, but. That's the most. Cl- that's where the cleverness stops and jumps off a cliff. Yeah, you're not going to get an <laughs> argument from me on that. Prepare for a martial arts journey into misadventure when three young martial arts students discover a comic book about the mythical white dragon. But when the evil Cobra Khan jumps from the colorful pages into real life, the kids suddenly find themselves in the middle of a true-life martial arts battle. Turning to their sensei, Master Jack, for help and guidance, they set out to defeat Cobra Khan and his dangerous gang who are on the loose in the city! From the schoolyard to the backyard, these pocket ninjas are the fiercest thing under four feet. I'm sorry, folks. Wait, I started laughing the... because ninjas is not plural. It's apostrophe So it's, it's to imply possessive. ownership. It's possessive. Wait a minute. Did... These pocket ninja apostrophe S. This movie was another rare exception where we got to watch it together. So this movie wasn't really a movie. Um... No. 
Uh, Conrad, you had you had um, you had a theory that this was probably a pilot or uh, or something. So first of all, <laughs> this movie was eighty six minutes long. <laughs> yeah, the box the the back of the box is ninety one minutes. Right, but, uh, and by the way, uh, six minutes of that is credits. So this was basically like a Kmart version of Three Ninjas. Kmart. <laughs> You're right. That is too nice. Yeah, and they <laughs> went out of business. <laughs> That's right. This is the place that went out of business like in the 80s. This is like you you go into those really shitty gas stations and they sell those artificial flowers <laughs> in the tiny vases which you know are actually meth pipes. Or they sell But they only sell them that way because they can't sell meth pipes <laughs> to you at the store. Or no, it's the same gas stations that sell those DVDs in the thin cases that are five dollars. Right, it's like, they produced this movie, and, it, and it's like Granddaddy Daycare. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, all you listeners, if you have not done so, for the love of Christ, jump onto YouTube and look up the trailer for Granddaddy Gate. Or you can look up Granddaddy Gay Care. <laughs> you'll probably find something really different, but maybe you'll discover something about yourself. <laughs> no granddaddy daycare yeah. go on youtube or just google it it's granddaddy daycare it's kind of part of the daddy daycare series although it has nothing well, although to do with I, I, I like that you say that like it lends credence to it well i mean <laughs> the the like two sentences on wikipedia say oh you know it's it's part of it <laughs> it's it's a universal it's universal who did it but I think it's on Netflix. But no, d- please do not watch the movie. Do not watch the movie unless you are a sadomasochist. Watch the trailer. The trailer looks like a trailer for a 90s bad comedy movie. Speaking of 90s bad comedy movies. Yes. Pocket Ninjas. This was not 90s. Listen, folks, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about this movie. It's really just not worth talking about very long because there's only a few points to make. Look. Robert Zadar is in it. That's right. He suffered from cherubism, uh, which created his pronounced lower jaw, which got him some character actor parts. So. He suffered from being in awesome bad movies. <laughs> right. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I will say, I guess if you're going to take a silver lining from this film... He was in Killing American Style. <laughs> God damn it, Jono. How do you fucking know That's this That's the through shit? line with these movies. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Robert See, Sadar. it all connects. It was all planned the whole time. That's right. Even though they were... Ra- you know what? These were randomized, They both had ninjas. Too. Wait, no, wait. Hard Ticket did not have ninjas. The, these, were, these were randomized, too. Yeah, these were randomized. So that's that's wild that they ended up having a connection they like have that. A, it's, a, I, it's a Kevin Bacon situation. But I did look up Mr. Zatar, and he, he suffered from cherubism, which I was not familiar with. That's what uh, gives him his jaw. Right. So I saw his jaw, and I thought it was prosthetic. And I'm, I'm not saying that to make light of his, sure. I, of his well, issue. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought, what is the deal with this guy and i looked it up and i was right, like oh yeah. that's that's what created his signature look and it was actually due to a uh deformity so really if we're gonna find a silver lining out of this god-awful fucking movie it's that someone took uh their 
you know, different looking face and and found something cool to do with it. So well, so it, so good on him for for carving oh, out sure. his career sure. based on his unique look. Future John, really, let's really get cool. some fucking like award claps in there, pity claps, That's right. or whatever. Pity claps. Con- whatever Conrad's soapbox about <laughs> helping the little guy. He knows Come on he- now, you know I don't use soap. <laughs> Yeah, you just use uh, Dracar. <laughs> That's right. I just I bathe, I bathe in a mixture of Dracar and Aqua Velva. <laughs> As I'm wearing my crown, it's plastic, but it makes me feel good about myself. It really does. When I when he's not wearing that crown, oof. I pour myself a nice big glass of Mountain Dagnog. Mm-hmm. Well, not any, well. It's out of season now. It's never out of season in my apartment. Is that why it's black? That's expired, bro. You can't. Well, that's how you know it's good. You use expired Mountain Dew, as we talked about. It's strong. You want a nice 95 Baja Blast or a nice or Deep Purple. It's what you It was call, only released once to celebrate Aerosmith. It's if what you, you recall. call aged. Or, no, I'm sorry, expired. But you know what? I'm actually drinking this new. So we're, we're kind of getting out of Christmas time. Right, yeah. We're edging towards spring, so I'm looking ahead. We're edging towards spring. <laughs> We're edging towards spring. At, look, at I'm just trying to look forward winter. to something well, after we, this fucking well, year. We are in Texas, so I mean, spring. Spring's already here. <laughs> spring is here. Or spring temperatures. Spring they is never in a, left in a couple of weeks. Global warming. So <laughs> I have started changing up my Mountain Dew cocktail regimen. <laughs> is that regimen. where this is leading? That's right. <laughs> I'm drinking, Ladies and gentlemen, um, this I'm, is how much we don't. I'm drinking want to talk a Mountain Hito now. Oh, whoa. that's right, Mountain Hito. Mountain Hito. It's a rum-based Mountain Dew beverage. Baja Blast by Mountain Dew. That's right. We can turn this into a mojito because I got some rum. <laughs> oh yeah, I should probably start putting rum in it. It's a. <laughs> I was just taking Altoids and throwing them in my Mountain Dew, so I had that minty flavor. Oh, Altoids. That gives us its edge. I I I was using Alka-Seltzer, which makes it bubbly. You know what? Uh, Actually, though, if you want to throw a little Alka-Seltzer in your Mountain Dew, that way you upset your stomach and settle it at the same time. (laughs) So you end up, like, even. So you end up peeing bubbles. That's Well, that's... The whole point of drinking a ton of Mountain Dew is to change your piss, anyway. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. Good Aside from the beautiful chemical draw that you get from drinking it, and I've seen mythical whatever the delightful the heart arrhythmia YouTube channels called. I've seen it. Yeah, see, we're on the, have, we're on the dark web. Where they get paid to do experiments that nobody asked for, but it's clickbait. <laughs> it's like it's that thing where, like, when you see on YouTube, and it's like. Check it out. We fucking like found the largest watermelon and we dropped it off a building and we exploded it and we filmed it with a red one so you get to see it in super it, slow motion. And it was the size of the building, but wait, what? <laughs> That's right, because no, no, you're standing on a, no, it's a those, half floor. It's those super slow motion, oh, this thing is exploding. And you expect, oh, that's like a five second video. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a half hour long because the first 29 minutes is them going, we're here in my Burbank apartment and I'm talking to Greg. Hey, Greg, do we have that watermelon? <laughs> you know what? I'm actually, okay, I know that this has been said a bunch you of times, but that. I'm going to take this fucking time to call out a gripe about this right here. 
you're you're right on. This is <laughs> this is a twofold gripe. One, oh boy. every YouTube video starts with, "Hey yo, it's your man Greg. Hey I know guys. I haven't made a video in a while." And then it goes for 15 minutes. Oh, you watch Greg so too. Anyway, Go get a Greg. <laughs> second thing, and this has been said even more, but as uh, as John O and some of my close friends know, I'm trying to learn how to bake. And I'm trying to learn how to make a few Whoa, things. Bro, you're trying to learn how to bake? I hate it when I pull up a recipe. That's it. It'll say something like, here's my recipe for focaccia. And I'm like, great. And I click on it and it says, fuck you. I spent a summer in, you know, that's weird. That's what most of the messages I get <laughs> say, especially from the listeners. And I greatly appreciate them. Thank you. Uh, I agree. Uh, I'll go fuck myself. Thank you. Well, most of those messages are me. <laughs> That's also true. When I say listeners, I mean Jono when he's editing. But you don't know this. I make dummy accounts on Gmail. Just God damn it, John. So, Wait, you mean your hot boy 69123? God damn it. I thought guilty. I was really getting somewhere. <laughs> fuck. Hey, kids at home, don't play Sims. Play, <laughs> create a dummy you account on Gmail. You better send me back those fucking Christmas <laughs> presents. Create a dummy account on Gmail and send fake mail to your friends. <laughs> and never, I will never send them that. They are already, I've already used them. <laughs> the point is, Pocket Ninjas is terrible. And, oh, right. So uh, if you Robert haven't Zazar, seen it already, don't bother. We watched it for you. Look, uh, Look, here's what we have to say about Robert Zadar. I mean, here's what we have to say about Pocket Ninjas. Well, basically, it's about so, Robert Zadar's funny Look, here's... Okay. Pocket Ninjas... Okay. <laughs> yep. That po- sums it up. It's called Pocket Ninjas, and the cover... First off, fucking do yourself a goddamn favor and Google search Pocket Ninjas DVD cover. It, it features... Uh, three ninjas, like if you know Three Ninjas, the movie we mentioned earlier. The, uh, there's three kids on the cover. None of them are in the movie, and they're all boys. One of the ninjas in the movie is a girl, and also <laughs> two of the ninjas are dressed up like Sub Zero and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. One of them is holding a plunger. One of them is holding uh, like a bottle of Spick and Span, if you know what I'm talking about. Basically think like 409 or yeah. some sort of general cleaner. And the main ninja in white is holding a broom. So it's like, uh, uh, okay, they're cleaning? Uh, none of that happens in the movie. There's no cleaning. There's no three boys. There's no scorpion. I was they're actually wearing- very disappointed. I was looking forward to the cleaning. Uh, dude, so was I as a fucking OCD clean man myself that's what i that's on my business card ocd clean man you know what they say if <laughs> if it ain't you, clean if you <laughs> it's mean if you <laughs> if it ain't clean it's ween the band they're dirty <laughs> i got it if it ain't clean it's lean because uh if, w- <laughs> you know what they say if you use a mop it gives me a wop oh. wap no, no. If if it uses a mop, it stops the slop. <laughs> Ew, that's the not accurate. Okay. <laughs> no, it is accurate. It stops the slop. It cleans it. Look, if it ain't lean, <laughs> then it's already clean. Look, hey, how about this? Yeah. If you use a cleaning spray, it's going to make me hard today. 
cleaning spray. Hard remember? today. From Spaced. You remember in Spaced? I do. With Simon Pegg? Yep. It was in episode, the one with the Resident Evil thing. The one that inspired Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that was also the episode where they got high. And they went to the bar and... Right, and they had those visions of zombies, but they're really just artists who look weird. <laughs> Welcome to Film Fights. We'll also be talking <laughs> about um, an obscure sitcom from Great hey, Britain. Hey, hey, you at home, who wants to hear us talk about Pocket Ninjas? And Raise your hand. And wants to hear us talk about spaced episodes? <laughs> All right. Uh, send one... Text was- message the number one to 8943, pound 8943... <laughs> Looks like we'll be finishing up on Pocket Ninjas. Fuck. And not e- talking about space because no one sent us a text message. God so I'm assuming they want us it. to stop talking. People, come on. Oh, this is in the past. I mean, it's right now. Oh, wait a minute. It's happening right now as you're listening. This is live. Yeah, this is live. This if is you live. clicked on this episode, this is live. We're talking. Uh, nice job starting right at the very oh, beginning. Yeah. Oh, man. This is so live. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Censored. J- uh, future Jono. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but he can't edit it because it's live. Future John, bleep out all the curse words from this entire episode. <laughs> Fuck you. I literally only have one thing I want to say about Pocket Ninjas, Let's and it. then we can Let's fucking spare everyone from it. having to think about this terrible film. I <laughs> laughed so fucking hard when we were watching this movie, and we realized that there were Two training montages, one for the bad guy and one for the good guys, good guys and bad guys, and they repeated both of them. Back to back Back to back later in the film as if the audience wouldn't notice. And, I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing the target audience for this is two-year-olds, so maybe they wouldn't notice. Um, This movie looked like it was made for a a sandwich and half of a cigarette. (laughs) Well, no, on the on the menu it said continuous play, as if you wanted to play it over That's and right. over at a blockbuster. That's or right. That's right. It had it had uh, play the movie, I've and then never, it had continuous I've, play above I've it. Never seen that ever, ever. In a, on a DVD. Oh menu. man, that's some hubris. If you're like, man, they're gonna want to play okay, this so movie over and over again. That's interesting. That that's your favorite part. You want know my favorite part of Talk Pocket Ninjas was my favorite part. Of Pocket Ninjas was when it was over. was when the DVD fucked up and we got to skip some <laughs> scenes. <laughs> I like how we justified it too. We we're like, the, oh well, I guess it's fucked up. I guess we have to skip it, twenty well, minutes like, of this movie. And that's the insane thing is that it, it like because like I, all right, you know, like we've not seen these movies, so like obviously I've not tested these DVDs. I don't know. I paid like five dollars for this fucking movie. I got it at a gas station. Wow, you Kylie. got ripped off. <laughs> Should have bought the meth pipe. <laughs> I got it at uh, at a Bucky's, you know, a few years ago. No, but um, but yeah, the disc is a little. It, it doesn't look super great, but um, I'm playing it, and yeah, when it does that thing, where it's like oh, rebuffering and. We both looked at each other and just went attempting to read media, and, and like, and I, we've done that before. I think we were watching Wrong Cops. I was upset when there was a moment in which I actually, is great. I actually bought another DVD of Wrong Cops because I love that movie, and it sucks that it like it, there's a skip in one scene, and we had to skip like five minutes of the movie. But anyway, long story short, I was genuinely upset that it didn't work. But with Pocket Ninjas, <laughs> when that when it did the buffering thing. 
I literally was like, oh, fuck, give me the controller. Let's just skip the scene. It'll fucking, who cares? And when we skipped it, it's like, oh, we already saw this. They're fucking doing the the montage. Did you hit the, did you hit the rewind button? No. No, I absolutely did not. And I got to tell you, this is maybe the first movie that we've watched for this podcast that I was relieved when it was over. I I had no feeling when it when it was over because when it was over I only had questions. There were main characters that were introduced and then dropped. There were main characters that came in at the last minute but had no uh, relevance to the. There was no fucking movie. plot to this movie. There was a little it made kid. no sense. There was a little kid who had a fake tattoo who was the kingpin of these. Uh, uh, and when I say little kid, he's like seven. But he was the leader of of the gang, and then the 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 coup, the, the coup d'état when they corner him. Coup de gras. The coup de gras. That's what I said. The 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 the, the gras. When the they get him in the corner. The taekwondo of the situation. The jeet kundo, bro. When they get him in the corner, because they beat up all the idiots, because that's who they were. They was like foot soldier esque, like ninja turtles. Oh, but they all just looked like they looked like. They ate joints for breakfast and <laughs> sadness for lunch. Like they just yeah. stood, like st- like stood there like they were fat pieces of shit. And I'm a fat piece of shit. I'm just saying no, they, they were they were in a movie and they were supposed to be they martial were artists. Clearly confused and embarrassed to be in the movie. Like I was say I was telling Connor it earlier. Looked- it was that thing where like they were so embarrassed to be in this movie that they filmed that they were in the movie. And then when they came home, their parents or spouses said, oh, so what did you do today? And they go, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing of importance. But I do have a $50 gift card. The adults looked like they were putting about as much effort into it as they would if their kid was like, hey, I'm, I'm making a movie with my friends. Do you want to be a part of this movie with my friends? No one had a lisp in the movie. Don't add braces. Oh, he had braces. I'm trying to... Oh, aud- he, had, he did have braces. I'm trying to make that <laughs> Which, clear I mean, a- over audio. If you have a kid <laughs> villain in your movie, better have braces. Because <laughs> metal, That's right? That's because it makes him part man and part machine. He's metal. <laughs> Uh no, there are better actors in fucking like Are You Afraid of the Dark than there is in this movie. Oh my, are you kidding me? Are You Afraid of the Dark is like that. That shit might as well have been live on at the Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago compared to this fucking movie. Oh, Steppenwolf, like the band that does uh Magic Carpet Ride. That's correct. Ooh, Fat Boy Slim remake. Oh, that's in the movie Go. Okay. You see how anxious we are to not talk about pocket ninjas anymore? I'm like a cat with catnip. With yeah, all it's, these time, it's time to wrap this shit up with this movie. I am running at a thousand percent. Look, so the point... So, okay, so at the end of the movie, they... Virtual reality, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Did they beat him? Finish him. Wait a minute, did they beat the boy? I don't... Yeah. Did they beat him? They did. At The last guy beat him in virtual reality land because for some reason he wanted to fight there instead of fighting in person. Right. And then Robert even Cesar, though no, most oh, yeah, of that's it, right. Even though most of it was hard to tell what was real and not because they were reading comic books and cutting away to random clips that they, were probably from other intended films that didn't make it or something. They um they were fighting 
But then they go into another room and no, okay, so yeah, no, they so corner they him upload, in the room and now they're and fighting. They, yeah, so Robin's play, like, okay, he's there. So the, the, makes the, the sense. Okay, my head. they're fighting him, virtual kind of fighting game, game, but they're in this other realm. But they're in this world. He's also dude moves, but he's in the movie. But he works for the kid who's controlling him now. So he's kind of Then they fight him in virtual reality. But Robert Zadar is real. Robert Zadar is tattooed. What is this movie even? fucking about Jono what is this movie even fucking about the movie is about <laughs> <laughs> finding yourself that's right finding yourself watching a movie for some reason that you 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 change you regret all of your life decisions finding when you're yourself it. that this movie is garbage and it's fucking garbage ass Oh shit! Oh, I shit wish ass. I, if you can hear that, folks. <laughs> Jono just destroyed literally just the box I give, that contains the DVD, me, but did not fucking... break the DVD. So, give, give me the DVD. All right, you know what? Right, Jono has fucking, just no, taken I'm gonna... it away from me. Okay, yeah. Like, like see, do he, you see? This is how. Whatever, this is dude. A first, Look, okay. So film yeah, fights first. This bullshit ass this, fucking. This is his DVD. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at this. Georgie is not happy about this. Bullshit ass. Bullshit ass. damn. Bullshit ass. So, Conrad, who who are you going to pick for the win? Uh, I would say I'm going to choose the one that uh, you did not rage destroy. So, Mm. uh, I would say the only movie that I kind of enjoyed watching all the way through, which was... Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Here's the deal. It was a really terrible film. It was very misogynistic. Shitty effects. Shitty acting. However, I did laugh a bunch watching this movie. Uh, Pocket Ninjas was an absolute chore to watch. It felt like it was three hours long, and it was less than an hour and a half. Dare I even ask who your pick is this week? You're going to be mad. I'm usually mad at you. I really liked Pocket Ninjas. I... <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh, look at this. I, I, I happen to not rip the title of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to... In my, in my rage of destroying the DVD, the, the title Wait, is in completely intact. Did you choose Pocket Ninjas because it was so hard to destroy physically? <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Hard Ticket to Hawaii is clearly the winner <laughs> this week. We're not having another tr- troll draw like last time. I Hard Ticket gave me some laughs. Pocket Ninjas... Only gave me a headache and questions, and uh, I love Robert Zadar, and and he was like fun to watch. He was definitely the best part. But we definitely there was definitely a moment when we were watching Pocket Ninjas where we were laughing less and raising our eyebrows and just staring at the screen. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. When well, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. At least, sort of, and and I brought this up before on on the podcast for my winners. To me, at least, it takes me back to a particular time and style of movies. Uh, Pocket Ninjas looks like 
some dum-dums made it in their fucking <laughs> backyard. It, it looks like something I would have made with my friends when I was like eight years old. Yeah, I believe that. Well, you heard it here, folks. We've got a champion of the week. It is hard to get to Hawaii. That's right. For this randomizer, our very first randomizer episode. Hard ticket. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it, honestly. I, you know, just for the bazooka scenes alone. <laughs> you know, honestly, you could you could spend your you could spend 90 minutes of your time in a lot worse ways. Put it on in the background. Sure. Have a couple of laughs. Yeah. Throw back, you know, a a, a mountain hito, <laughs> and just enjoy your Sunday afternoon. And you know what? There, are, if, if you're afraid of the boring parts in this movie, I feel there like, aren't any. No, no, no. I feel like there are parts of the movie that are like, uh, if you were watching this on television, this is the commercial moment. Yep. Where they're just talking about what you already know, and it takes forever <laughs> for them to talk. Uh, yeah, that's the part where you go to the fridge, get yourself another beer, pop it open, you come back, didn't miss a beat. That's right. Look, folks, if you have any ideas for future film fights, if you have ideas for segments, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to chat with us, if it's your birthday... If you, you want to ask us about more Pocket Ninja, or if you want my copy of the destroyed Pocket Ninja... First one gets it. Shoot us an email at battles at filmfightspodcast.com. Make sure you visit our website, filmfightspodcast.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're wherever you're listening to us right now, obviously. So please like, share, rate, subscribe, review. We'll really appreciate it. Oh, my God. We will appreciate really it would. Like, so thank, much. Thank you all so much for listening in general, but like we extra thanks if you uh, contribute and make us superstars. And that previously mentioned prize, that invisible hat, is still up for grabs. It's so still, make yeah, sure that you anybody. shoot us mm-hmm. a line. Drop a line. Shoot us a... That sounded like a heroin Shoot reference. us a line. Yeah, sure. Shoot us a line of cocaine. Okay, bye. Oh. You go down on her, you're going to get the back of my head because I'm already going to be down there. If, if you, you know what, what I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best.